We'd like to welcome everybody into God's house this morning. Wonderful to be in the house of the Lord. Beautiful day God's given us. And had a great Sunday school lesson this morning. Thank the Lord for it. And thank the Lord for every person that's here. We appreciate every visitor here. And uh, I want to make mention, I'm not going to try to name everybody, but I, I feel like mentioning Brother Max that's here this morning. Uh, Kay's brother uh, from down in Harmony in uh, Pineville, Kentucky. And just, but thank God for everybody that's here. We appreciate you. And if you, even if you're not a visitor, if you haven't been able to be here for a while and God's blessed you to be back, we want to say thank you for coming and we want to say thank God for letting you come. I have a scripture I'd like to share. It's in uh, chapter 5 in the book of Matthew. And these are the words of Jesus. Ye are the light of the world. He's talking to his church. We that have been saved by the grace of God, that's who he's talking to. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Think about that. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Let us stand for a minute as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for this wonderful day you've given us. Uh, God, for letting us feel your spirit already today. God, we needed that, and we thank you for it. God, thank you for letting us come together and assemble together to worship. God, I pray today that you just help us to have a service that would touch heaven, and God, it would cause heaven to rejoice. And God, help us that we'll just get in the center of your will this morning. God, we praise you, and we thank you for what we've already felt, and for God, for what we want to feel in, uh, just all through this service. God, we thank you in Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated. We turn over to the choir. Page 
thankful to be here this morning. Thankful for them good choir songs. And uh, I appreciate the way the Lord's moved throughout our church already this morning. Uh, it just blessed my heart to see everyone stand up and proclaim that they've been blessed. Uh, I'm thankful to bring my kids to a church where they'll show them what it's like to be blessed. I'm just, I'm thankful this morning. It's been a good morning. Uh, we'll ask everyone, if you will, please stand to your feet. We'll ask at this time if anybody has an unspoken prayer request. Hands all over the house. Lots to pray for this morning. Anybody have a spoken prayer request? Pray for the lost this morning. Yeah. That's good. Appreciate that. Remember that. Anybody else? Let's pray for this service. Um, like I said, I already felt the Lord really moving real strong this morning. And if we'll just follow him, we'll have the service that he wants us to have. And it don't get no better than the service he wants us to have. So let's really pray for that. echoing what Vivian said she said uh, when you're getting ready to die you make preparations by preparing for your funeral and uh, preparing for your burial but she said she was thankful as a 12 year old girl she made preparations for going on the other side and if you're not here this morning and you don't have that guarantee you could get it this morning just follow the Lord um, it's, a, it's a good day to be in the house of the Lord this morning anybody else Nobody else has anything. We'll ask Uncle Bill. Lead us in prayer.
power and purity brother we promised to run down with Cindy. Lord, you know each heart this morning, Father. We just pray that you'd help us to examine our heart and see where we stand, Father, with thee. We just ask thee now to bless all these requests. Bless everything that will be said or done here this morning. Whatever is accomplished, we'll try to praise and honor thee for it. We ask it this morning in Jesus' love and name. This morning as we were driving to church, I was telling Cassandra how I've been kind of stressed out this week, and uh, I've just been real worried about some things. We've had the church camp website, and, and church camp registrations coming to a close, and we've had some things at work, and uh, I've just been really stressed out. I wasn't in the best mood. She can testify to that, but um, I tell you, when you sit up here and you look out across the congregation and you see your burdens, it really puts things into perspective for you about where your priorities should lie. Um, it's hard. Life is hard, and there's things that we have to overcome naturally, uh, but there's a spiritual need here that outweighs all those natural. Uh, I'm just thankful to be here this morning, and I pray you follow the Lord. Uh, does anybody have a song or a testimony on your heart before we turn it over to our pastor? Let's pray for him, church. a lighthouse on a hillside and it overlooks life's sea when I'm tossed it sends out a light that I might see and the light that shines in darkness safely lead me home if it wasn't for the lighthouse this ship would sail no more I thank God for the Oh. 
Everybody that lives around me, they say tear this lighthouse down. The big ships don't sail this way anymore. There's no use and it's standing round but then my mind goes back to that stormy night when just in time i saw the light the light from that old lighthouse it that song. It's one of my favorites. Does anybody else have a song or a testimony on your heart? Let's pray for him. There's a lot of churches that, you know, and a lot of religions that talk about good works. And uh, I was explaining to the kids, and we talked a lot about how our righteousness is a filthy rag. And uh, we sang this song this morning, and God put it on my heart. We we sang it not too long ago in the morning, but we're gonna try it right now. It's rescue mission. 
since he came down to rescue us. It was a rescue mission for you and me. A humble birth, a rugged cross, a Calvary. He conquered death, the true life he has given. Jesus came on a Appreciate Brother Barry and appreciate Linda. I love my church. Anybody else have anything before we turn it over to our pastor? If not, be much in prayer. It sure is good to be in the Lord's house. Great spirit here, right from Sunday school, right on. Oh, man, I I feel heaven in my soul this morning, and uh, I'm glad to see everybody that's here. Uh, good to have you, and uh, I'd like to see somebody get saved this morning. And uh, I'd also like, if there's anybody here that's saved already, that's not living for the Lord, I'd like to see you really get in and get on fire, because. Uh, Harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. And, uh, you know, the church needs everybody in their place, doing their part. And uh, the Lord needs all of us there. Now, God can do anything, but he works through his people. You know, the scripture that I, I read this morning about ye are the light of the world and let your light so shine. Uh, God wants us to be that light, and we need to be in good fellowship with God if we're going to do that. We can't let our light shine if we're not living for the Lord. And so uh, I'm just proud to be here. I want you to really pray this morning. Uh, 
I'd like to look to a scripture. Uh, I a couple places to read, but uh, I want to look to the book of Jude. You'd like to read with me? Starting at verse 1 in the book of Jude. easy to find a chapter because there's just one. Pray very earnestly. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ are called and called mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. And boy, there's a lot in those uh, three verses there. And uh, we've heard it mentioned. It's worth mentioning again. When he said, uh, uh, when I gave all diligence to write unto you the common salvation it didn't mean common from the standpoint uh, that it's not worth a lot it meant common from the standpoint that as wonderful as it is that it's available to everybody uh, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life and so salvation is worth more than anything in the whole world but it's common to all people and if you are saved, you have the same salvation that somebody else has that's saved. Uh, no difference in it. There's no uh, different levels of salvation. Uh, you either have salvation or you, you don't have salvation. And so, and again, this phrase that uh, he wanted to exhort us that we would earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Now, when was that faith delivered? It was delivered at Calvary through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now, to explain that a little bit more, and this is very important, when that faith was delivered, uh, it was taken all the way back to Adam, and it's brought all the way out to the end. Uh, just because it was uh, manifested and delivered at Calvary, uh, people had it, Adam had it uh, back in the beginning. And uh, the grace of God, which bringeth salvation, hath appeared unto all men. And of course, that included Adam too. And so I want you to, Again, uh, pray. Want to read? I want to read one more verse. You don't have to turn with me there, but it's in Exodus uh, 20 and 3. And uh, well, I'll read uh, uh, three verses. Exodus 20 and 3, and uh, this is among the Ten Commandments, and we've got them posted up here. But uh, in uh, Exodus 20 and uh, uh, 12, honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill. Verse 14, thou shalt not commit adultery. And so uh, I want you to really pray. We need to contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. And uh, thou shalt not commit adultery. Uh, don't preach on that very often. And uh, I kind of uh, questioned the Lord when he uh, kept leaving it on my heart uh, to use this morning, but that's what he's given me. Now you pray that I can preach what God wants me to preach. And uh, let me define the word adultery a little bit. Uh, there's uh, physical adultery and there's also spiritual adultery. Now maybe I'll deal with both of them while I preach. You pray real hard. Uh, but 
in uh, Webster's Dictionary, uh, when it talks about uh, adultery, it talks about an improper uh, uh, sexual uh, action between two people, and it says that one of them is married, and that's where the word adultery comes in. Uh, but I uh, want to expand uh, things a little farther than that, uh, and I want to use some of the words of Jesus. We can take Jesus' words and find the definition. Uh, in the fifth chapter of Matthew, and the 27th verse, he said, Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you, that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. And so uh, when Jesus said that, uh, let me read that again, that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust uh, after her hath already committed adultery with her in his heart. That's any man and any woman. And so uh, the true definition of adultery uh, is an immoral uh, sexual activity. And so uh, you pray real hard. Uh, I know some of you are pretty astonished. Well, I don't uh, uh, usually hear uh, preaching about adultery, but that's what God gave me this morning. And if I'm going to preach, that's what I'm going to have to give you. And so uh, let me say this, and then we'll go back and get some of the other things. Uh, when it's talking about if a, a man looketh on a woman to lust after her, he's committed adultery in his heart. Uh, I guess that uh, pretty well cuts out pornography, doesn't it? Uh, if you can... Uh, uh, read that scripture and believe what it says, and uh, you wouldn't want to get uh, uh, pictures and magazines uh, with uh, rude pictures in it uh, and look on it and uh, be excited about it. And uh, even our uh, church covenant that we've got up here uh, talks about this down here, and uh, I, I appreciate the church covenant. It says to abstain from the sale and use of uh, de- uh, destructive drugs or intoxicating drinks of the beverage and to uh, shun pornography. Uh, we need to be uh, clean, and we need to live a clean life. And I've talked to people that said, well, uh, pornography doesn't hurt anything. It's uh, not dealing with anybody. It's dealing with you. And we need uh, to go away from that. And folks, listen, uh, you better be careful uh, what your children are looking at uh, on your computer and on the Internet. Uh, you better uh, watch what they uh, watch and watch what they look. And I- I'm telling you something. Let me uh, get this point right here. Uh, uh, listen, uh, if you uh, don't teach your children what's right, uh, the devil is going to teach them what's wrong. Uh, there's all kinds of things uh, going on in the world uh, that uh, the devil is happy about because it's undermining the teachings of the Word of God. And so I want to preach to us today that we need to abstain uh, from the things of the world, abstain uh, from uh, pornography. And uh, boy, uh, actually when I uh, got to studying what I'm uh, preaching about today, I had a whole bunch of things on my heart. Uh, besides adultery, I, I had it on my heart uh, preaching about why we ought not drink any alcohol. Uh, I know it's common in the world today. I hear it's common in a lot of churches. It's getting more common. Uh, Say, well, you drink a little bit as long as you don't get drunk. Uh, But uh, I don't have time to preach that message today because this one's going to take a long time anyhow. Uh, But maybe I'll get that one the next time. Uh, Another uh, message that I had on my heart, and you can just uh, mark all these down if you want to and study on them a little bit. Another message that I had on my heart is uh, when it talks about uh, what people say and what they talk about each other. Uh, We need uh, to be uh, careful uh, not to be uh, backbiters. We need to be careful not to be gossipers. Uh, that's against the Word of God. Uh, have you ever had anybody say to you, or, or have you ever said to yourself, I probably ought not say this, but it's the truth anyhow. Uh, folks, if you ought not say it, don't say it. 
uh, if I if I see uh, one of you uh, do something that's wrong, uh, should I uh, get on my phone and text people and say, uh, you'll never believe uh, what so-and-so's doing. Uh, I'm telling you what, that's ungodly. If I see uh, you doing, boy, I'm getting away from adultery, but I'll get back to it in a minute. Uh, if I see if I see somebody uh, doing something wrong and, and it is wrong and, and I get uh, on and I, I I call Billy up or uh, I call uh, anybody else up I want to start naming people if I start putting it uh, on maybe put it on Facebook and let the whole world know it if I get on there and do that uh, I've sinned uh, just the same as the person that I'm talking about sin and, and you know what if if I see somebody sinning and I get out and tell it and gossip it I, I owe them an apology uh, they owe an apology they need to repent and get right and I make an apology to the church uh, but I owe them an apology uh, just like uh, that they owe the church an apology uh, but uh, let's uh, get uh, back to the adultery thing here I'm telling you what my friend uh, we ought not uh, commit adultery thou shall not commit adultery uh, well uh, well preacher then if if it's wrong for uh, certain people uh, to have uh, sexual activity together uh, who's it right for to have well let me go back here in the book of Genesis and tell you who God uh, sanctifies and authorized uh, to have sex together I know. You say, preacher, you keep using that word sex. That shocks me. We ought not say that in church. Well, you've probably heard it a thousand times on the TV this week. So take it in God's context that we can have the message that makes the point. And so back here in the book of Genesis, you know what? You Bible readers know you read the Bible. God created man out of the dust of the ground. And God let Adam, he let him name all the animals all around him, all the animals that there was. He let them name them. But when God looked through all the animals. Uh, God uh, saw that there was not a helpmate among all the animals uh, for Adam. And God saw it wasn't good for man to be alone. Well, I'm glad God's smart like that, aren't you? Uh, I'm telling you what, I appreciate my wife. Uh, I wouldn't want to have been on the journey that I've been on without her. And I, I'm glad God gave her to me. Uh, but so uh, God, uh, he had a plan and he knew what he was doing. And so listen, uh, God, he said, well, I'm uh, going to make a helpmate for Adam. And, and so uh, he put Adam to sleep. He took a rib from him and he made woman uh, from Adam's rib. Uh, boy, uh, listen what he said down here, uh, what he was talking about. Therefore, uh, and here's what he, he joined them together. Uh, here in verse 24, chapter 2, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. Uh, and so, uh, listen, uh, I want you to get this. Uh, he made a man uh, and that was Adam and he made a woman and that was Eve. Uh, and when he joined them together, it was a man and a woman he joined together. It wasn't too many joined together. It wasn't two women he joined together. Somebody probably hear this on the live stream and say, boy, that pastor uh, hates homosexuals. I, I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't hate homosexuals. I love them. I preached a message here once that my text was. I want to tell you how much I love homosexuals. I love homosexuals. Uh, and, well, preacher, are, are they invited to your church? Everybody's invited to church. Uh, praise God. Uh, you're welcome to come. Uh, just uh, act right when you come. And listen to what the Word of God says. But listen, if you have a homosexual relationship, that's adultery in the broad sense of the word because it's immoral sexual activity. And so let me tell you what. I know the country that we live in and the world we live in thinks that they're so smart that they can deny the Word of God. I'm going to preach to you today. The Word of God 
will stand when the world's on fire. It's the Word of God. Praise God for the Word of God. And so listen, we're not against homosexuals, but we are against homosexuality. We're not against adulterers and adulteresses, but we are against adultery. Listen, we're not, we're not against liars, but we're against lying. I want you to know, if you're here today and you, you've been involved in drugs, we're not against you. We'd like to get you out of the drugs. We'd like to get you in the place where God will bless you and God will use you. I'm telling you what today. I'd rather, I'll be honest with you, I'd rather be preaching on John 3.16, but that's not the route God put me on today. If you're here today, let me tell you this. If you're here today and your life circumstances has adultery wrapped up in it, there's a way for you to get out of it. How do you do it, preacher? Come and repent and trust God and obey God. If you've been living in adultery, those preacher, y'all not say that. Well, maybe I'll not put it that way. If you've been committing adultery, you can stop committing adultery just like you can stop doing anything else that's sin. Well, preacher, you're not perfect. No, sir, and you're not either. Uh, but if I'm uh, lying and I find out I'm lying, I can quit lying. If I'm committing adultery, praise God I'm not. Uh, 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 listen, I've got to make that clear. If, and I, I, I'm not even looking at anybody in lust and hatred. Uh, praise God. And I don't have any pornographic books here. Uh, she'd find them if I did. Uh, boy, we'd have a time, wouldn't we? Uh, but listen, uh, I'm telling you what, uh, people need to come out of that. And so when it said contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Uh, well, praise God, if we're going to be Christian, we need to be real Christian, uh, not just part-time Christian, uh, not just uh, church goers, uh, but we need to have it in our heart. We need to live for Jesus. Uh, we need to let God uh, bless us and help us. Uh, and so, I'm telling you what, uh, when uh, God created Adam and he created Eve uh, and, and he made the world out of them, and I'm telling you what, uh, I'm glad uh, for the relationship that men and women have in the Lord. And so, uh, once again, uh, let's uh, not get in this thing. Let me read you another scripture. need to get another one back here. If I can find it right quick, believe I can. Uh, back here in James chapter 4. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, that's uh, men and women, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Uh, that's talking about the spiritual adultery. Uh, listen, uh, you might say, well, I I'm a pretty good person. Uh, are you putting your whole heart in living for the Lord? Uh, uh, or are you unfaithful to God? Do you have things in the world that you're so interested in? I don't have time to go to church, preacher. I'm just too busy. Uh, I I've got other things on my mind. Uh, I I've got other things I've got to do. I've got other places I've got to go. Uh, uh, well, listen, uh, if you love God uh, like you're supposed to love him, uh, I'm telling you what, you need to put him first in your life. People that are saved by the grace of God, uh, they are part of the, the church. They're part of the grand old church. Uh, when it says, honor thy father and mother, that thy days may be long on the earth. I'm telling you what, uh, that's talking about a couple things. It means your natural mom and daddy. You ought to honor them. Uh, but it means your spiritual uh, mother and father. Uh, that's the church. And that's uh, the God of heaven. Uh, we need to honor them. Uh, we need to put them uh, first in our life. But listen, uh, if we're uh, cheating on God, uh, what do you mean, preacher? Well, uh, God, uh, he really don't ask 
uh, too much out of us. Well, what do you mean? It's just a reasonable service, the Bible says. God doesn't ask anything unreasonable out of us, but he wants our whole heart. He wants us in tune with heaven. He wants us to let our light shine. He wants us uh, to quit uh, being adulterous in our actions. Uh, and so uh, you, you might never think about uh, committing physical adultery, uh, but this spiritual adultery I'm talking about, it's bad too. That's why the words are used. Uh, God uses those words to get our attention. And I'm telling you what, I hope God, I, I believe that God's got everybody's attention this morning. Uh, and I'm telling you what, we need to be about the Father's business. Well, let me tell you this. Uh, one time, uh, talking about mother and father, uh, I'm glad uh, that when I was just uh, a young 12-year-old boy, I'm glad that there was a church uh, that moved with power, just like this church moved today with power and uh, they uh, held up the Lord to me and they let their light shine and I came to an altar and I got saved I got born again boy I'm glad if you're here and you're saved uh, it's because that God reached out to you through the church uh, folks we need to be about the father's business we, we need to be letting our light shine we, we need to be careful in our relationships uh, and let me go back to this uh, I, I, God wants me to touch it again uh, and uh, I want to make maybe he just uh, wants to get somebody's attention real good listen he have heard it said by them in old time thou shalt not commit adultery and that's still true but I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in her heart. Uh, well, I needed to get this. Uh, there's an old saying I used to hear, and I still hear it once in a while, but not much as I used to. If you're going to think something, you might as well go ahead and do it. No, 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 no. Praise God, I haven't done all the things I've thought about. And praise God, you haven't done all the things you thought about. Uh, and so if I do think something bad and evil and I pursue that, now let me make this point. A bad thought can pop into your mind and that not be sin. Uh, the devil can interject bad thoughts into your mind. But if you pursue that and go after it, it becomes sin. Uh, uh, but listen, uh, but if, if you have thoughts like that, and even if you pursue the thoughts, that's sin. Uh, uh, but listen, if you go ahead and commit that, then that's another sin uh, and probably has worse consequences than just thinking about it because it puts it into action. So heaven forbid, uh, don't do those things. And so listen to me today. Uh, we need to examine ourselves. We need uh, to look at ourselves way down deep. Uh, are we where God wants us? Uh, are we uh, living for the Lord? Do we have power with God? Are we letting our lights shine? And so, once again, thou shalt not commit adultery. And so, listen, uh, I, now, uh, I, I'll be honest with you, uh, I don't expect anybody to come to altar this morning, but I'm going to have altar call anyway. If you want to come and get a song, uh, and now, you say, preacher, uh, don't you want anybody to come to altar? Oh, yeah, it'd be great. Uh, but on a message like this, it would be astonishing to me if anybody come to altar. But you're still welcome and I want us to sing a song, and I want us to all stand up, and, and partly the reason is I want us to think about where we're at before God. Are, are we where God wants us to be? Uh, we need to recognize that we have, uh, and when I was talking about uh, the only one relationship that God uh, honored and authorized for people to have a sexual relationship, that's a husband and a wife that's honored uh, by God that they're married. And so... Where are you at today? Sing us a song. And let's all think about what God wants out of us. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord this morning. Are you willing to quit committing adultery? 
God knows all of our hearts and minds. God knows where we're at. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Let God have his way in your life. Boy, I'm glad we've got a God that knows what's going on. He's a good God. Praise him today. I thank God. Got another scripture I might read. Maybe. Don't know. Praise God. I'm glad that God knows where we're at and what we're doing. Amen. I'm going to ask for another song in just a minute. There may be something on your heart. There may be a spiritual need in your life that has nothing to do with the subject of adultery. This song's for you. I believe there was people, even while the choir was singing, that God was speaking to their hearts. He may still be speaking to your hearts. Are you willing to put God first? Are you willing to let God have his way in your life? What good is life if we're not following God? We're wasting it. If we're not doing what God wants us to, we're wasting our time and our opportunity. We're wasting the privilege that God's given us to lead somebody to Jesus. Whatever your need is. Might be somebody here that's lost. It's been feeling like coming to altar. I believe we've got people that's been feeling like coming to altar for weeks and weeks. I didn't preach about John 3.16 today, but I did mention it, and God knows the hearts of every person. If God's speaking to your heart today and you're lost, you're still welcome to come to altar. If God's speaking to your heart today, whatever it is, you might just need to come and get closer to the Lord. That's what this invitation is about. Go ahead and sign. Please obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. songs and appreciate I appreciate everyone's prayers and uh, you folks helped me this morning as you always do but I appreciate your prayers and your heartfelt attention it helped me and blessed me anything on anybody's heart before I turn over to announcements if not be seated and we'll turn over to announcements
need uh, Pepsi products and Gatorade for church camp. Uh, the church is sponsored by Pepsi, so Coke products uh, are not uh, allowed there. So we need Pepsi products. Uh, you can put those in the fellowship hall. Uh, and if you've got any questions, see some of the folks about church camp. They can help you with what they need. There will be a centennial celebration at Meldrum Missionary Baptist Church, and that is Saturday uh, May the 27th, and that's at 11 a.m. Uh, Bible school is July the 10th through the 14th. Volunteers are needed. Uh, Barry, Heather, Sarah, Lexi, and Cassandra, if you have questions or want to volunteer. And there is a graduation party for Noah Ingberg, and that'll be Saturday, June the 10th from 1 to 5, and that's at the Herman Woodlands Park, uh, 485 North Walpock Road. two things. Um, the first is that if you haven't gotten your church directory yet, and a lot of people have not, um, they are in the Sunday school room. If, as you're heading out down the hallway to the right, the second hallway, um, they're in a box, and I can't stay after church today to help you get it, but if you want to go in there and get yours, you can. Just please write your name on the paper that's in the box saying that you did get yours out of there. Um, and then Ladies Club was supposed to be last Monday, and we had to cancel that for some scheduling issues. And I wanted to apologize for that if you showed up um, and didn't get the announcement that it was canceled. I'm sorry. Um, we are going to reschedule that for June 5th at 6.30 here, and that's a Monday afternoon. So if you have any questions, let me know. I have four things. Lucky you. Um, <laughs> the first thing is, is today is the last day to sign up for camp. So if you are somebody that's even semi-interested in going to camp, you're going to want to get online and sign up today. Um, after today at midnight, that, that website, it's not going to shut off, but um, the option to register is going to disappear. So if you don't sign up, then you'll have to go to camp with your $70 and pay that and you won't get a t-shirt and you want to match us so you really want to sign up today so and then the other thing is is when you sign up for camp so this is thing number two so we're on number two right now um, <laughs> so when you sign up for camp you are getting the all camp shirt so that's the shirt that we wear with everybody on Saturday so if you want a Lima t-shirt that we will probably wear on Friday you need to come see me and give me your size. And this is gonna be a t-shirt that you are gonna pay for personally. And it's gonna be between 10 and $20. I'm sorry, I don't know exactly how much it's gonna to be today. Um, we, are, we have messages out to different people. Um, we're trying to get the best price per t-shirt. Um, but Bell Blake designed um, the back of it. It's really neat. Um, so we just have to get all of that into these people to see what the price is going to be. But we do need to give them sizes this week so we can get them ordered. Um, so please come and see me if you want to pay for a Lima shirt and give me your size. That way I can deliver that over to them this week. Um, the third thing is tent meeting is going to start on June 11th. That is Sunday night, and that will be after church. It is going to go um, Sunday Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we're going to be off Thursday, Friday, we leave for camp. Um, tent meeting is for sixth grade and up only. 
Um, the younger youth, they, they have Bible school. So this is like Bible school for the big kids. Um, and that is going to be from 6 o'clock to 10 o'clock every night. So put that on your calendar. And then the last thing is, so this is thing number four, um, we're going to be getting together over at the Hendrickson's um, house after church this evening. Um, Sean is making us some sandwiches, so it's going to be delicious. Um, and bring a snack and a drink to share with your friends. And that's it. Today's offering goes to the uh, young people for church camp. And so what's put in the offering plate today today and tonight, that's going to the uh, youth for church camp. So, anything else? If not, we'll ask everybody to see to stand. Well, that's Brother Steve. He'll pray the dismissal. <clears throat> 